0: Letters from a Glass House is a not-for-profit ministry of the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Venice, Florida. Support us today at UUCOV.org. You, but when, when I was a little bit younger, every once in a while I'd do something stupid and I'd get told, Don't be so childish. Come on, grow up. There's even a verse most of us have heard at some point that says, When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, and I reasoned like a child. And when I became an adult, I put away childish things. That's entered into our kind of common cultural vernacular. You know, kids have limited knowledge, and they think in limited ways based on limited experience. It doesn't mean that children aren't intelligent. It means that their experience doesn't know what it doesn't know yet. So if you were a four-year-old, for example, if someone had offered you one wish, what is your dearest dream? Think for a minute about the things you might have said at four. You would not have said, Internet notwithstanding, no four-year-old says, Mother, I dream of world peace. (laughs) No four-year-old says, I would like for there to be equal rights between people of all colors and names. They don't say that. A four-year-old says, I wish for an ice cream. Four-year-old says, I want a pony or a new Squishmallow. They want something they've seen something they could touch or taste or cuddle. And if your life was one of poverty and danger, you might wish at four for more food or a warmer house or medicine for your mama, but you would not be able to articulate a dream of global socioeconomic justice. That being said, in 1963, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was far from a child. He was a child of his times, however. In his I Have a Dream speech, he said, there are those who are asking of the devotees of civil rights, when will you be satisfied? We can never be satisfied as long as the Negro is the victim of the unspeakable horror of police brutality. We can never be satisfied as long as our bodies, heavy with the fatigue of travel, cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and the hotels of the cities. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro's basic mobility is from the smaller ghetto to the larger. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs saying for whites only. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro in Mississippi cannot vote and a Negro in New York believes he has nothing for which to vote. No, we are not satisfied and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. I am not unmindful that some of you have come here out of the great trials and tribulations. Some of you have come fresh from narrow city jails. Some of you have come from areas where your quest for freedom left you battered by the storms of persecution and staggered by the winds of police brutality. You have been veterans of creative suffering, Continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Go back to Mississippi. Go back to Alabama. Go back to South Carolina. Go back to Georgia. Go back to Louisiana. Go back to the slums and the ghettos of our northern cities. Knowing that somehow this situation can and will be changed, let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I say to you today, my friends... So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And in 1963, these words were amazing and they still ring out for us today. But it's a dream of a younger time. It's a dream that says, in part, I dare to think of a day where black people can have the white American dream. I dare to think of a day when a black man in a suit will be given respect and when a black woman can shop at any store she chooses. I dare to imagine a world where we won't be brutalized for the color of our skin and where our kids can go to school anywhere they please, where we can buy the house with the white picket fence and join the local Lions Club and swim in the community pool. This is a dream. But it's time to dream bigger. It's time to dream in ways that Dr. King would have been killed for even imagining Because 61 years later, our movement is no longer a young movement. How many of you have been walking and running with this movement for most of your lives? Unarmed black men and women and children are routinely shot and strangled and tased to death by police officers in the streets. Little black boys are killed within three seconds of the police car arriving because they have toy guns in their hand. According to the Race and Crime Center for Justice, black people make up 14% of Florida's population and 48% of the state's prison population. Black people are incarcerated at three times their percentage in the population and six times the rate of white people. Maybe it's time that we stop dreaming. Maybe it's time we wake up and we start fighting. Maybe it's time to fight for a world in which black people can dare to dream not of being restricted to acting just like white people, but of being respected while black. Maybe it's time to fight for their right to be respected while wearing black natural hairstyles, while clothing themselves in clothing that they choose, Maybe it's time to recognize that black lives don't matter also. They matter, period. Black doesn't need to be judged in terms of white. Black culture and lives need to be recognized on their own merit, and we, we can win this fight together, starting here and now. I don't ask you to take on the world. Take on your own family. Take on your friends, take on the shops where you shop and the places where you work. Help to make it safe for black people to be black people, not imitation white people. Use your privilege, vote, make your voices heard, and let the dream grow up and let the dream wake up and let it become reality. We have a dream, and it's one Dr. King couldn't have dared speak out loud. A dream of true equality. A dream of choice. A dream of recognition of all people. And these words from Dr. King still hold true. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley will be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough pieces made plain and the crooked places straight With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, and to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will all be free one day. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Florida. But not only that, let freedom ring from the stone mountains of Georgia. Let freedom ring from the lookout mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill in molehill Hill of Mississippi. From every mountainside, let freedom ring Let freedom ring from Florida. And when this happens, when we allow freedom to ring from every village and every hamlet and every state and every city, then we can all stand up together and say free at last, free at last. We are free at last. Amen.